Today's guest was born blind and endured 13 failed surgeries by age 10. He tells his complete story in his brand new book called Blind Faith. Mark Dowdy and I will talk about all the miraculous things God is doing in his life on today's show. Don't miss it. Babby's House is coming your way right now. Everybody is a member of the family, and that certainly includes you. Thank you so very much for joining me for Babby's House. I'm the host of the show, Babby Mason. My very special guest is Mark Dowdy, and Mark Dowdy is the author of Blind Faith. Mark was born blind and endured many, many surgeries by age 10, and his parents almost gave up. But you know what? God never gives up on us, and he tells his beautiful story in his book called Blind Faith, and we'll talk about all the miraculous things that God is doing in his life. Stick around for that. It just so happens that Mark did the orchestral arrangement on the song that I'm going to sing for you now. He's an accomplished musician, and we'll talk about all of that, his ministry, and so much more here on our conversation today on Babby's House. Let me sing this for you now. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. 
Thanks for coming back to Babby's house. I'm so blessed today to, to be able to talk with Mark Dowdy, the author of Blind Faith. And as I told you in the tease, Mark was born blind and endured 13 failed surgeries by age 10. And I'm excited to talk with Mark today about his brand new book called Blind Faith. Mark is an accomplished musician. He's a singer, songwriter, arranger. I've worked with Mark Dowdy shoulder to shoulder on many projects, and it's always been a real blessing to work with him. And so let's welcome Mark Dowdy to Babby's house. Mark, thank you, my friend, for being my guest today. Hey, well, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show today. Absolutely, and congratulations on your book. Thanks. Absolutely. Well, I want to jump right in to your story, Mark, because I've been able to do life with you for many, many years and work with you on a lot of projects. And I am always amazed, uh, number one, at your talent and your gifts. And number two, uh, how you've been able to create such beautiful music, so many beautiful projects. I've watched you uh, just manage and maneuver a huge soundboard and create beautiful music with keyboards. And I've always walked away amazed at how God allows you to accomplish such beautiful projects. But I want to go back to the beginning um, of your story, Mark, and just kind of walk us into the story about the fact that you were born blind, you endured 13 surgeries by age 10, and your parents just didn't want to put you through any more agony. Can you kind of, if you remember some of that, can you just tell me what that process was like? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely remember that. And there was a point, at, as you said, when I was about 10, and I had had my 13th operation at that point to try to actually, it was a repair surgery to repair a detached retina. And we were in Boston and this was a second attempt at that surgery. And at the, at the morning of the surgery, they said, we're gonna try this, but if this, doesn't, if, if this doesn't work for any reason, the next thing you do is going to be your decision because we, want, we feel like we put you through enough. Mm -hmm. and, and so at, that was, 
you know, and, and even as a 10 year old, I kind of got that. And I got that, you know, I just wanted to be a kid again. So it's like, I was, I was okay with that. I was okay with not doing anything for, for a while past that point. Yeah. That's a lot to endure as a child, but you know, Mark, I read that you were able to do things that normal kids do. You, you were able to ride a bike. You, you were even <laughs> the first Eagle Scout in the state of Georgia. Can you talk about some of your well, accomplishments the and the things that you're able to do just to, um, you know, to, you were just a normal kid like every other kid, right? Yeah, right, right. I mean, I was the first blind Eagle Scout in the state of Georgia. Um, wow. And I didn't, you know, it's funny. I didn't even know that until years later. I mean, it was just, you know, it was not even something that occurred to me that, wow, I'm going to be blazing a trail for anybody else. It was just kind of like something I did. And, and riding a bike. Yeah. I mean, that was, I learned to ride a bike when I was, I guess, five or six years old. And, um, you know, it's it's just funny to me that the things that people thought were big accomplishments, it was just me doing life as, you know, just just being able to keep up with the other kids in my neighborhood or at school or whatever it was. So it was just something I did. Yeah. Let's talk about your your love for music. Um, mm. Mark, you are an amazing musician and you've got ears that are just crazy, crazy good. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that you and I have been able to uh, work on a lot of projects, bef uh, you know, through the years. Can you talk Absolutely. about how you were able to, how did you get involved in music and how are you able to matriculate into a music ministry? Talk about that for us. Well, it's, it's really something, you know, that I've always said, I'm one of those people that figured out what they wanted to do really early in life and just set out everything that I did was just you know, that creating that path to get to that next step. And, and musically for me, it started with uh, playing the guitar. Um, and I, I play a lot of guitar now, but, but mostly people know me as playing more keyboards. Uh, but I started with the guitar. And then when I started playing piano when I was about seven, and that just didn't work out too well uh, at first. And I put it down until I was probably in my mid-teens, probably 15 or so. And I picked it up again, taught myself to play piano and keyboards. Um, all those things then finally led me into the recording studio as, <clears throat> as a singer. Um, my junior year of high school, I went in to do my first demos. And that led me then to Nashville, uh, eventually to work with a producer there named Billy Strange. Billy was um, big in the Los Angeles music scene before that. He was one of the original Wrecking Crew musicians out there. Um, but I saw what Billy did as the producer, and I thought, that's what I want to do. That's what, you know, that's... Um, and so that, that was really one of those things that, that led me into producing. And then through that, Babby, I really wanted to make sure that the music I did would make a difference. And... I've always been, you know, I grew up in church, grew up singing in church and in youth groups and, and what have you. And through the years, that just was a natural progression that took me into being in the music ministry when, when Michelle and I, my wife of 32 and a half years now, when we first got That's married. And, and that awesome? But when we first got married, you know, we were, we were singing together all the time for several years uh, in our ministries. But that's how we first met you was when we were trying to establish what we were doing. And, um, and so, um, through that, I mean, I've just, I guess 
if it looked like a lot of hands out there, just a lot of different things, I mean, I've, I've been blessed yes. to be able to do a lot of different things. You are multi-gifted and multi-talented. I want to get mm -hmm. back to your, to your story. Will you bring us up yeah. to um, a, a, most, a more recent surgery that you had um, that really made a difference in your life and in your vision? Can you talk about I that? I will. Can yes, and and that really was the the thing that um, you know this book really was. I never intended to write a book. This is not, but I was, I, and I'll, I'll share that uh, hopefully later. But um, long about two thousand three, I was not dissatisfied with life, but I just wanted to kind of know was were there any advancements medically that had been out there for you know cornea transplants, anything like that. Um, I, through a series of, of appointments with different doctors, uh, went to the Emory Medical Center, and they diagnosed finally what my, um, the, I want to say issue was, was, you know, the challenge was with keeping a cornea transplant. The cornea transplants I would have would fail after usually maybe two weeks to a month or so. And they finally diagnosed that. I was 37 years old before I really got a firm diagnosis that I was missing the limbal stem cells that caused the cornea to be able to live. Hmm. And so within about seven minutes in that exam, they told me, they said, there's something we can do to fix this. And of course, you know, my, my world immediately sort of, you know, of course I brightened and, you know, I could see my world expanding even before the first step was even taken. And we researched it. We prayed about it and uh, took a month to just pray and research and, and decided, hey, you know what? Everything we're seeing about this and, and the way we're feeling like the Lord is, is directing us, let's move forward. So, so do you, yeah, go ahead. That, yeah, no, that, 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 but that was, that was that first step. The, the surgery was a two-part surgery. And so we moved into the stem cell transplant first. And um, that, was, that was where it began. So... You were able to get the surgery. How would you say, uh, how would you grade the success? I mean, how much of your vision did you regain? You know, I, I would say, of course, to me, anything, any improvement was a success. And I gained, uh, technical terms, I went from about 20 over 4,000 to about 20 over 100 if, with, with glasses, which I don't wear enough. And, and if anybody's seeing this that operated on me, they're going to be going, why aren't you wearing your glasses now? But, um, but um, it, to you and me, I mean, it, it went from being able to, you know, like looking through one of those shower doors that has a, like a frosted look or a thin layer of ice or whatever it is. You know, I could see colors, some shapes, but not with clarity. I now can see colors that, you know, I mean, now more contrast. And of course, shapes are very, very, you know, very vivid. That's um, awesome. I can look across, you know, my big gauge, it's funny, my, my daughter was two years old when I had my surgery, and of course it became a big joke, but my big gauge was, can I look across a room and see a light switch or a doorknob or whatever? And yes, I can. That's amazing. Uh, so, so what yeah, was it like, Mark, seeing your family for the very first time, your wife, your kids? Oh, wow. I mean, it was, it was incredible. It was, you know, with... You know, Michelle was with me when the when the bandages came off, and we were sitting there in the exam room, and she said, "Can you see me?" And I said, "Yes, I can." And she said, "Can you see my face?" I said, "Yes." She said, "What can you tell about it?" I said, first I said, "I see you have a face," because it was all so new. I was trying to figure it out. You know, um, of course, 
seeing my kids then, I mean, you know, Graham, I mean, my goodness gracious. I mean, Macy was two at the time and, and seeing, you know, everybody had talked about her long eyelashes and, and just seeing that for myself. It was just, it was a beautiful thing. That's beautiful. So I think the song Amazing Grace today is quite appropriate. You know, I once yeah. was lost. Now I'm yes. found, was blind, but now I see. Do you, is there some aspect of God that you, that you've discovered about him now that you have your vision that maybe you didn't know or understand about God prior to that? I think the big thing that I would say is what I was able to see after that when, when I flew in an airplane for the first time and could see the ground from thousands of feet up and, and when I saw the Rocky Mountains and saw the oceans and, and you know, people talked about his majesty and his mightiness and you know, that all brought it home to me in a big way just seeing the creation and, and how good and how vast, you know, and, and just thinking about how wonderful the creator really is. That's beautiful. You know, Mark, your story is really the kind of story we need to hear during these days, dealing with so much that's going on in the world right now. Your story is the kind of story that really encourages me and really boosts my faith. And I'm, I just know that there are people who are watching today's show that need um, you know, to look at their own life and see that there's a reason to be grateful. We do serve a great God. We do serve a God that still does miracles. Can you just encourage that person right now who maybe is still sheltered in place? Maybe they're elderly. Maybe they live alone. Can you encourage that person right now? Absolutely. You know, when I wrote the book, I was, I wasn't really sure I wanted to write this book. I thought, well, why would anybody want to know what I have to say? But when I started to journal and write, get my thoughts together to write it, I thought, well, maybe there is something here. And maybe there's something even past the point of just like, not just for blind people, but other people that, that really may be facing challenges or something too big to get over or whatever they think, you know, in life, I want to encourage you that, you know, if, if you believe you know, the, the subtitle of the book is, you know, Believing is Seeing. And sometimes you just have to start believing in something, in, in God, and in, in whatever that is that you want to see accomplished in your life. And when you start to do that, then all of a sudden, those mountains look like hills. And then it's almost like something that, hey, I can climb this. If I know that God is there, he's walking with me through it. And if I believe what's on the other side, then I can climb that hill and it's no longer a mountain. Yes. You know, you've been able to produce some beautiful music uh, across the years. And some of those projects have uh, we've worked with with other artists and we've That's even right. worked on some music for me. Can you talk about how we can find your music online and and uh, hear your podcast and hear a lot of the other things that you're doing? How can we get more information about you and your book? Uh Sure. Um, the um, music, yes. I mean, you can go to, to iTunes or Spotify or anything like that and, and any of the, the download platforms. Uh, also, um, my web website is worship360group.com, worship360group.com. And you can actually order the book. You can download any of the music, order things off there. Um, also, the book is available at uh, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, uh, on our website, um, it's just pretty much anywhere you can find a book, you can, you can get it. Well, we've talked, um, you know, you told your story from your perspective. Can you give us just some insight about Michelle and, 
and how she feels about you now having your vision. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been very interesting. I think, um, of course, Michelle's always been very supportive from day one. And um, I think her feelings, if I had to really try to climb in her head and think about this, uh, was, I guess the big thing would be, you know, I am able to be more mobile, uh, more independent, I should say, in mobility. Uh, so she doesn't worry as much about me having to go to different places without her being there, if I'm traveling for work or for whatever reason I have to travel. Um, and I think that probably is, a, I would say that would be a big thing for her. Well, the whole thing is just a miraculous story about how big God is, about how Amen. good he is. And so we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, Mark, we'll wrap up our story. And uh, But I just thank God for the fact that you and I are able to tell this great story and to celebrate your brand new book called Blind Faith. Well, we'll talk more with Mark Dowdy when we come back after this break. So stick around for more of Babby's House. We'll be right back with you in just a little bit. I've been talking today with Mark Dowdy here today on Babby's House, and what a miraculous story he has. Thank God. He is still a God of miracles. Amen? Uh, well, Amen. Mark, you are working on other projects. What are you doing right now? I am. I'm actually working with several uh, worship leaders up and coming, um, and uh, I'm, I'm doing a lot of like um, a lot of mixing, a lot of uh, things in the studio for other artists, but I'll, I'm also still busy as a producer as well. So, uh, God has blessed me. I've got uh, a young man, Jeremy Marsh, who you'll be seeing and, and hearing this year uh, coming up that I'm working with right now. Another young lady, Mallory Miller, who I'm working with as well. Uh, I know I'll probably leave someone out, um, Jackie Aguilar, uh, who is on our Worship 360 uh, musician roster. Um, so it's a, it's a busy time here. Well, really beautiful. Is. Well, I'm glad to catch up with you, Mark. And once again, congratulations on your book, Blind Faith, and I pray for its success. Thanks for thank joining you. me today. Amen. And give my love to Michelle and the kids. I will do it. Amen. And thank you, dear friend, for watching Babby's House today. This is the reason why I love doing this show, to just see how good God is. And, you know, God is still working in your life. I hope and pray that you'll just take a moment today and just reflect on the fact that God still is in the miracle working business. You know, I was a preacher's kid, and for many years I would hear the, the uh, people in my daddy's church testify. They would say something like, he woke me up this morning and started me on my way. I have the activity of my limbs, and the blood is still running warm in your veins. So the fact that you're still here, that is a miracle. Well, listen, do me a favor and reach out to me at babby.com. That's my official website. And let me know that you've seen today's show. There you can also check out all the resources we have, books, music. Check out my radio station at babbymasonradio.com. Well, my dear friend, thank you so very much for watching the show today. And this, I want to just... Uh, just deliver a, a blessing to you. May the Lord God bless you and yours real good. And thank you again for watching Babby's House. Thank you for being with me, and I'll pray for you, and you pray for me. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.